Did I break it? I didn't break it. We, it, it worked. It worked. I can see us. We are live. <laughs> we are in the future of 2020. All right, now I just have to do a thing. Uh, you guys keep talking. I'm, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I have to do something. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, either live on Twitch, video on demand on Twitch or YouTube, or even you're listening with your ear holes to our podcast on our pod, on the podcast networks around the internet. This is the Game Won't Play Itself podcast. I am Lord Teammaker. Just above me, you see his glorious beard. It's essential. It's the smooth. It's Chris Hagelman. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I have begun the full transition to Coffee Night Productions. And to our left. Yeah, I see I'll do our left. Up there. Stage right. Kind of there. Stage, <laughs> stage right. Well, stage right. I'm, pointing, I'm just pointing. I don't know if I'm pointing the right way. He's up there. He's up there. Look, there he is. Beavering away. Being a little beaver. It's James Atkinson. How are we doing, everybody? Uh, as with any transition of anything, it's going to be weird for a little bit. <laughs> while I adjust <laughs> things. Accurate. And Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome into 2020. Where the world seems to be going to shit. Yeah. How are you guys? Are you all good? You had a good New Year? Had a good Christmas? Yeah, for the, yeah most part. for the most part. Yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. Did you get anything exciting and really cool? Mustache Mountain. <laughs> mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain. I also got a mustache care kit from uh, my to be brother-in-law. So. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I haven't well, used you know, it yet. <laughs> be, be one of the. Uh, bearded white guys you know that we, we don't have enough of in the gaming industry you gotta keep your beard nice <laughs> and <short>, you? <laughs> right so on today's show we have a little a little tiny content dump because you know we got rid of it all during christmas after so much food uh we have what we've been playing the usual stuff shout outs but also the uh launch again of the charity that we were taught well i was talking about earlier in the week and yeah, I think that's about it. So uh, I have uh, to do my my game of the year thing. Oh yes, yes, you do. Yeah, I was at LARP. I was busy making everybody <laughs> panic. <laughs> Where's it gone? <laughs> so, Jackie, do you want to oh go with that? Then? Do you want to do your game of the year first? Mm. No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> else. Okay, we will talk about The Witcher then. Um, have you watched The Witcher? I have started, actually, yes. How, uh, um, how far are you in? Uh, about four episodes, so nothing too far in. But I do have to say, I was very, very iffy on uh, uh, Henry. Mm -hmm. And after a little bit, I was not iffy on Henry. Um, I've actually enjoyed their casting for everybody. Chris, I think, was the only other person that was a potential, like, question, but the actress is really, like, blowing the part away, so. Yeah, I was kind of, uh, I, I, I'm not sure whether I'm still fully sold on Trish yet. Yennefer, yes. Yennefer, very. Yennefer was the, like, that was the pick. Mm-hmm. 
But I, I, I honestly think the actress for Triss has been just absolutely stellar. Her, yeah. her output has been just pristine. And um, Henry, I actually really impressed with him. He'd done a bang up job. I really am impressed. And I was like, that was. He even got the voice almost perfect, Doug Cockle. Mm hmm. He's, got, he's sort of, got a good herb. Yeah, and he also can say, fuck, fuck. very well as well. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no. That, with that, that was you... definitely a good set of picks. I, I am very impressed with them. I was very iffy at the start. Mm -hmm. So I think you'll enjoy the final part of the se the season. I really do. Mm. It flows. It flows very nicely. I know some people are confused about the timelines and stuff, but once you figure it out and go. Oh, that's what they're doing. Then it just sort of clicks. No, when into we, place. when you don't, when you actually watch it in sequence and not out of sequence, like certain reviewers have. Yeah. Then it makes sense. Oh. Um, I mean, there is. In following that, you wouldn't be surprised if the Witcher free game had a uh, a little bit of a surge, would you? It did. Mm. It really yeah. did. Steam had its biggest ever day on Steam four years after its release. You see people on Twitch streaming it. Yes, it's almost for the first time for the most for most of them. Yeah. I mean, I've thought about going back to The Witcher because of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one thing we discussed, wasn't it? You streaming it? Yeah. And, and actually going and completing it this time. <laughs> yeah, actually going through and putting it on easy mode and be like, "Let's do this." Hell, why not? Apparently, they also have mods for it, too. So, I mean, I can't help myself if I can mod a game. <laughs> Throw some mods on your Witcher. Help you can't with the turn Roach into a, mo into a unicorn. With the gameplay. Oh. <laughs> Put some mods on your Witcher and help with the gameplay. Hey. <laughs> oh, I actually hit the note. <laughs> I wasn't sure about that one for a second. I'm glad you can because I can't. <laughs> we'll just octave it down. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, even the Yorkshire trader probably couldn't get up that high. Just, cra it's crazy how they were just like, oh, let's just like create this th throwaway song, and then now it's like the catchiest thing on the internet, and even more so, it's like it's catchy in other languages too, because yep. <laughs> they got the people who translated it put it did just as good as a job as Jaskal did. I mean, he's Dandelion, but we'll call him this by his character name, Jaskal. No, I'll call him Dandelion and be done with it. He's Dandelion. <laughs> he is Dandelion. Because, goddammit, I'm old and I'm set in my ways. <laughs> Much like Geralt. Exactly. And then, then when you realize he has to turn, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't sleep. I need to find the gin. I'm like, that is actually something Geralt would do. <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> That's news then. <laughs> That's content dump. Yeah, I mean Show. it's 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 a new year. It's a new mm -hmm. it's a new it's a new this. It's it's the same. It's exactly the same. But it's this. I, I did hear a rumor that Sony might be showing PS5 off at CES in a couple of weeks. And this weekend is uh ADGQ. Yep, awesome games done quick. Mm -hmm. So that starts tomorrow. 
No, it starts today? No, it's Sunday. Sunday it starts, Sunday evening. Well, Sunday morning, you, your guys' time, but yeah, it is tomorrow. I was looking at the schedule <laughs> because I can. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much content dump done. Uh, what do you guys want to do next? You want to go walk playing? We can. Uh, uh, sure. Chris, what do, what, do you want to do your game of the year now, or do you want to do it at the end? Uh, I can do my game of the year now. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I I'm doing my my kind of my top games for uh, for 2019. I have a couple like games of the decade, like a top five games of the decade type thing. Uh, I don't know if that was actually done because I haven't gone back and seen anything for our. No, our last we, it episode. wasn't. But I I can tell you, uh, mine was Skyrim. <laughs> that just ends it. <laughs> Skyrim is definitely on my list of of like five. Uh, impactful games. Um, I I gave a lot of thought about it, but I'll go through my my games of the year. Uh, I only played a handful of games that were released in 2019. I mostly went back to a bunch of stuff. Um, so number my number four spot is Sekiro. Uh, it, mechanically, it was a good game. Uh, it didn't feel. It wasn't a great game to be honest. It felt like it was trying to be two separate games and not quite being quite of either. Um, but I can see a lot of why people loved it. I can, I can see people enjoying it. I, I've seen the people enjoying it. But it's just not my personal cup of tea. But definitely something that is uh, worth being put into a list of top games. Because it, it did challenge um, the creators to do something that's a combination of two of their other franchises. And see what happens. Uh, and anything that changes the the mechanisms and, and, and is exploratory for developers i kind of support because that gives them an understanding of what to do next always a good thing uh monster hunter world i put in number three uh just a technically solid game um and then number two i put pistol whip and that was really hard to put in number two versus my number one slot but number two it, i don't think beat saber was our last great uh rhythm game and Pistol Whip is just a different take, basically, on that. It's really solid. It's really good. It's really fun. And I love it. If I didn't have this back room crammed full of crap, I'd be playing Pistol Whip. Um, but my number one spot for 2019 is Rage 2. Uh, it definitely took a... It definitely took the title of Rage. It took the feel of Rage. It upgraded it in every fathomable way. It made it feel so much better. It was interesting. It's fun. Uh, it has some campy moments. It has some serious moments. And it is a solid, solid sequel. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So there's there's that. Um, my games for the decade, I ranked it on a couple of things. One, staying power. And two, what it's done for the industry or like the core elements. Um, so I put Skyrim at my number four spot. Um, I don't really have five. I mean, I put Doom 2016 at my number five spot. I love Doom. It definitely revamped the way we want to look at shooters. Um, it was kind of torn between Destiny and Doom for that. Uh, but I put Doom there because it, it's converted the way we look at shooters, to say the least. Uh, it definitely still has staying power. I still go back to it from time to time. 
the competitive scene is still, you know, still alive and kicking. And the upcoming Doom title is just everyone is hyped for it. Uh, it took what it means to be a first-person shooter back to its roots. Uh, it went back to the classic feel. Because nowadays we have everything that's just run gun, hide behind cover for 10 seconds until your screen is no longer red, and then do it again. Um, but this just tore that formula apart. It's a fresh take. Love it. Then Skyrim. I don't think we need to say anything about Skyrim. Definitely staying power. I put three at Final Fantasy XIV because that is a game that A, has staying power. B, I believe is taking over WoW in numbers. If I recall, it's pretty close. Um, but just mechanically, it is a sound game. Uh, needless to say, Community has some work to be worked on. But that is the, the case with pretty much every major massive community. Um, but looking at the game strictly from the standpoint of the game, definitely a solid uh, option. I put Dark Souls 3 as my number two spot. Um, Dark Souls 1 certainly had the staying power and the, the opening. It did the most to revolutionize the industry. But Dark Souls 3 was Dark Souls 1, but everything it wanted to be. Um, so that's where I, I set that down. All of the, the code and everything was just upgraded. Everything is just... It, it's a smoother game than the original. and the I would say smoother than the remaster because the remaster has some of the old bugs put back into it. So... But my number one title for Game of the Decade is Dota 2. And the main reason why is, A, it still has the staying power. It is still something that I go back to and play. I've played it the most out of everything. Uh, it is alive and kicking. It is thriving. It's kind of the map marker for games making money. Um if you ever want to point to a game making money over its lifespan, this is the game to do it. Um, I believe the pool for the prize this year, I'm actually going to look it up real quick, Dota 2, uh, 2019's international prize pool was, let's see, 34 million US dollars. Wow. Yeah. 34 million US dollars for a single event. That's the prize pool. So Valve themselves made three times that much. Yeah. So like that's the thing that a lot of a lot of things don't quite get understood. So they basically made a hundred million. They they definitively made a hundred million off of one event. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about cash in the games industry? You look at that shit. Uh, I believe this year that was the largest payout for a single victory. Uh, in gaming um, Dota 2 was actually aired on ESPN back in I want to say it was 2016 putting gaming onto the ESPN circuit yeah. um, like Dota 2 just it was a pathmaker for Not the first time uh, gaming industry. has been has been played on ESPN can you tell me what original thing that they used to have on ESPN 2 Oh goodness, I don't remember. This is this is like before 2010. They had something yeah. on ESPN2. 
Wouldn't uh, that be from like StarCraft? Nope. I was thinking StarCraft, but nope. I know that's not it. Um, <clears throat> I remember watching it because I saw, I couldn't believe it was on ESPN2 at the time. I want to look it up, but I'm not going to. I could tell I you know. what it was. I don't know. I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> Back in the early 2000s, ESPN would stream the Magic the Gathering World Finals. That would make sense because that was in the big... Think think about that. Right. That I can. I wouldn't I count that necessarily as the same thing. I consider it gaming because you got to admit that does that that does pave the way for other stuff. Obviously, it's there, but it's it certainly of, does. Yeah. So, um, Grandpa Magic. I I would consider that under the under the category of streaming poker tournaments. Like this, well, yeah. it's it's tabletop gaming certainly. But it also paved the way for when Magic went online. <clears throat> it paved the way for yeah. Hearthstone. I mean, look at the yeah. Hearthstone tournaments you get now. <clears throat> so it definitely helped pave the way for that. Yeah. But it, it's more so pulling it into the... the Like the non-gamer light. Because that's the thing that a lot of a lot of people like. We, as people who like the games industry and enjoy the games industry and understand the games industry... We have an understanding that these tournaments are fucking huge. Oh, yeah. These are like not just life changing, but like if someone wins one of these tournaments and it's their first time winning one of these tournaments, that alters their entire like family's world, their family's family's world. Like it just it changes someone's entire life and everyone they touch was it the like, Fortnite tournament this year where the 16 year old won 3.1 million dollars mm-hmm yeah like that's a thing that happens here i mean yeah pro sports has huge numbers in it too but like i it's a it's a totally different level because it's not expected which is the core thing it's not it's not something that like when you watch a pro sports game you're like oh yeah no that makes sense but like when you're watching pro gaming, that's something that anyone can just pick up and do, in a sense. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong. No, not everyone's like that's the feeling. I gotta say that's like that's the conception. Understanding that side, obviously, no, not everyone can pick up and become you know an esports tournament champion. So, but an esports tournament coach. There, there is some couple of ones that might make it easier for people just coming off the street and actually start being able to be pro players like for example Gran Turismo for the past few years Gran Turismo sport you can enter tournaments from your house get a decent lap and then go to the, become a part of a team because I mean look at you've got the grand, the world tour that goes around like seven spots ends up in Monaco and you have the, like the six time world champion there lending his expertise and actually being part of the pro-ams I also know that McLaren has used that as scouting. Like they 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 have an entire like esports team that they scout from to like have become their next drivers because it's all simulated. Because they're like, what do we do? We, so they take like some of the best drivers or like on the game, and they basically then take them, bring them to McLaren, and put them in a simulator, and yeah, then like because... and they just do that. And they're like these this like they've done the work for us. <laughs> we already yeah, know these guys have good reflexes. Because you've got, you know, the, the simulators they have at their factories are pretty much souped-up versions of games. Yeah. Then you've got, like, the Formula 1 esports 
you've got that as well that, that sometimes runs alongside the season okay. and what about rocket league where would you put that in terms of game of the decade because think about how much that's helped to change esports as well as i don't think i think it's 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 made a free game more popular in esports I look at you can't you can't judge the way MOBAs have affected the esports genre. MOBAs, I think, overall have had over the if we're looking at the decade period of time, MOBAs have had yeah. the biggest effect on the esports genre as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. If we're talking more recently, it, it is the um, the Fortnites of the world, uh, the battle royales yeah. have have really like taken what MOBA built on and then threw basically gasoline on a fire, and then shot yeah. it up. Uh, yeah, but the, like MOBAs, MOBAs, very definitely took the world storm to say the least. If we're, if we're battle royale circuit kind of legit, precisely that. legitimized it. it. Let's be honest, yeah. it legitimized it. Cemented it. the. Mm-hmm. It, it was the water to the cement mix. Yeah, that's what it was. I can go so on like, TNT and I can watch Overwatch and the uh, CS:GO. So I mean, if you're really looking at how we, if we're gonna if we're gonna build a timeline of esports. Um, Starcraft. Starcraft C- started it. Starcraft, <laughs> really, Starcraft, um, CS:GO, or Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Counter Strike. Not let's not CS:GO. Counter Strike. Um, yeah. Dabble in a little bit of the Call of Duties. Call um, of Duty and Halo were were big tournaments. Big yeah. tournaments early on. Um, then MOBA comes through. Basically, ap- basically yep. after you know post Warcraft <laughs> three. And then more recently, Battle Royale. And then because because of what like MOBAs did, and then what Battle Royale has done, it's legitimized the rest of the stuff to catch up, and they can have bigger prize pools. Absolutely. And you can't tell me Blizzard didn't make Overwatch just because they thought like, let's let me let me let's let's look at Blizzard's thought. Wasn't Overwatch supposed to be an RPG? I think originally um, Overwatch. I think it was supposed. To, I think it was supposed to be like a competitor type thing too. Uh, Borderlands. I think that was what the original goal was for that. And then, and then they probably then they saw Fortnite blow up and said, "Hey, we need to do something like that because we can make money off that." And then Overwatch happened. Um, Overwatch two. And Overwatch two. Ball. I think is. I, I think Overwatch two was because um, of Fortnite. Uh, but Overwatch one was actually because there was no niche being filled it was team fortress 2 and that was it yeah um so they had the space to be able to do that they were like yeah we like mobas but no one's doing a first person shooter moba really and then it was just paladins and them so <laughs> and then valve was sitting there over in the corner like well we we, we did we're it. still making money here we did it first <laughs> and better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no uh, overwatch is the original release i up until the point where they brought um, David Bowie in, uh, I was basically I, I was supporting that for a while, but like the hamster was the clear indicator that it was dead. They brought the fucking hamster in, like the fuck. They could have they could have done something so much better with it. It could have been so much better. They could have been, but they weren't. They EA'd it. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well so speaking of stuff you stuff you've been playing over the decade what have you been playing this week then chris uh well 
I went back to League of Legends a little bit. Um, I'm just enjoying the competitive aspect of it. I've been looking for something competitive, mm. and Dota takes a long time. It's about an hour a game. Dota takes a long time. That's really it. Um, <laughs> been playing that. Been playing Destiny Two. Playing a little bit of Terraria. Went back to Terraria for a little bit. Yeah. Um, just to try some things out. Just to to oh, play the expert mode, which is very <laughs> difficult. <laughs> oh, you. T- <laughs> oh yeah, playing with green things in front of a green screen. Yep. I'll be right back. Give me a second. <laughs> very, very easily. Oh no! I, I think I have an understanding of what's going on. Wow. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Um, I started poking around in making things again for game design stuff. Uh, I'm going back to to some Unreal. I'm just doing some basic things. I'm working on a goofy fucking shooter to build yeah. up my skills so I can start tackling Dawngate because. I jumped on Dawngate, overambitious. I'm like, I gotta take a smaller steps. I gotta really, like, take this in bite-sized pieces. So, that's where I'm at with that. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna be building up the core concepts of this. I don't know what I'm gonna do for this. I'm, I'm making this a joke, so this fucking shooter game, it's gonna be a, an absolute joke. It's just gonna be stupid and fucky, and it's gonna be great. And I may, may or may not put it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Floaty bedtime. <laughs> oh no! I Jesus, love that you still have me. the lighting change. I know, right? You still have the lighting change, so it it shifts. It actually it like makes it brighter behind you than the actual green screen. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Tig Whippies went full red dwarf. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> here tracker spaffing at this one. <laughs> Hi, tracker. I haven't actually been playing that much <laughs> but you did try the games that we sent didn't you I did I did Um, I actually I beat the one that James sent me Um, a fairly fairly okay a surprisingly quick clicker game Um, it, it did not take a whole lot to, to actually beat but I've gotten about halfway through the one that Will sent, which oh yeah, were we live when we talked about this? I don't think we were. No. Did you guys talk about this last week? Mentioned it last week. No. No. Okay. So let me introduce to you guys what we did for this. Uh, this this one happened off air right after the show that I was on last, but we decided we're going to gift each other games with horrendously low ratings on Steam. Cheap games with horrendously low ratings. Uh, if it's a thumbs down. And it's less than like two bucks. That was our kind of like. It was less than a dollar. That was it was thumbs down and less than a dollar. Generally speaking, yeah. we did that. Um, there's some interesting ones that were a little bit more up that uh, that I was pondering. And remember, the, I don't remember what I gifted each of you guys, but I, I I'm pretty sure I, you guys each got something. European fishing simulator. That's which right. Crashed. That one was a little bit more than a dollar, I believe. <laughs> Which crashes. <laughs> I can't play it. It crashes. It it it, make, it takes up like it takes up like a hundred percent of my CPU. It just oh my crashes. god! And I'm just like, it's amazing. I'm like, pretty sure this is pay for spyware, which is fine. <laughs> um, and then I I sent Will something. I don't remember what I sent. Will. 
but uh, we were each sending each other uh, a game. Um, I sent each of them a different game because, you know, th this will be interesting. Uh, but I received from James, I received Russian Life Simulator, which is a solid clicker game. And then I received from Will, Mustache Mountain, which is a platformer uh, in the vein of a Super Meat Boy-esque. Um, you have three lives and you have to get to the end. There's 14 levels and... Uh, yeah. 14 levels and you just gotta make it to the end. It, it was actually surprisingly well done. Um, I can see why people got angry at it because it is difficult. Uh, especially after level like 5. It just ramps up real fast in difficulty. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad. Because I for myself, I got Project Pulsation. It's like a first-person shooter, which looked like a horror one as well. So, um, so I'm looking forward to actually trying that. I think I might be able to try that this week. Because what I've been playing is usual stuff. I finished Grid. I just smashed through that. All the season done, all gold. Um, I played a lot more of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I went through the main story. I've only now got to really do Queen Victoria stuff if I want to. I went through the World War One stuff quite easily. And now I'm onto Jack the Ripper DLC, which is surprisingly really good. Right? You start off as Jack the Ripper following one of the fries. And it goes from there. The investigations are much more in-depth than syndicate and yeah it set itself up really really nicely it's only in like two districts so it's very shortened but yeah I'll, i'm gonna play me enjoying the hell out of playing more of that and you get to liberate brothels oh my <laughs> so you can go right ladies uh, <laughs> do i get a discount <laughs> are you playing as a female fry though yes just, just needed to make sure that was that was the thing. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Um, started uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist again. Again, I seem to have found games at the moment for stream that I'm really, really enjoying. After like the first mission, it feels a lot more fluid. It feels better than Double Agent. You know, you have a lot less margin for error, which is good because then you get you got more scope to play it how you want. Which you know, with me. Five seconds of, of stealth. Oh dear, it's gone wrong. Oh bugger, full guns blazing. And it seems to work. Um, played some more pinball, FX3. Started to do some of the challenges where you actually score chase fire. Like you just have one ball, you have five minutes, you have a survival where you have to get to a target in a minute, and then it goes on, rolls on. Played some of that. Won another match in Snooker 19, so I'm on to round three of the China Championship. Uh, played a game, and I, and I did complete it on easy. Called it Avicii Invector, which is the rhythm sort of game. Where you're, you're flying a spaceship, you, you're playing it to tracks, to music tracks, you know, rhythm buttons done next bit and it had like a really weak ass story in it is just a cobble together sort of thing like this you play this part this female pilot in the ship who comes to you and goes have you seen my chocolate bar not a euphemism by the way but yeah it's just, it's just like and then it just goes off to a couple of planets breaking the ship and complaining about the ship being broken until she finds a chocolate bar and then goes home 
I'm like, that that's the story? Uh, okay, fine. Liked the game, though, in terms of the music, because they were using tracks from a DJ who um, sadly took his own life in 2018. And so as a tribute to him, they finished the game with his tracks in there. And some of them, you, you know, you, you first hear him go, hang on, I recognize this. And it makes it better. It make, it, so I quite enjoyed it. But, and this is for you, if question for you guys. Do you consider me completing it, doing all the songs on easy? Or do I have to go through them on medium? I, 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 would, I would say you could, if you beat the game, you beat the game. That's always right. been, that's always been my <laughs> yeah. thought. So yeah, hi, any percent runner here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my first game in complete the 2020. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much it. Oh, Tricky Towers I played as part of J-Dub's 24 Hours for Extra Life for us on New Year's Eve, which I got absolutely destroyed <laughs> on. And that's all I've been playing. Okay, I guess that leaves me then, huh? Oh, well, yes. Uh, let's just do the quick ones. Uh, football manager. Ah, it's still the thing. It's going to be a thing for a long time. Uh, I've dabbled pretty much solely in that a little Rimworld, a little disco Elysium. And then I picked up a game <clears throat> called on steam. That's 20 bucks that at least I'll talk a little bit about for all of us to hear. It's called uh Vesteria saga one war of the Skyons. And you're probably saying James, why the hell would you mention this game? Uh, this game is made by the original creator of, um, what's the name of the series? The Fire Emblem series. It is a very, like, tore down, very, like, but it's basically is a Fire Emblem game without being a fire in the Fire Emblem series. And he's still creating those style of games. He's, like, 78 years old. And he wow. was just, he likes doing it, and he's having fun doing it, so... Yeah, if you want if you want Fire Emblem on your PC, it's very like it's obviously like a it's very much feels like a console port, but it's fun for a limited dollar amount to supporting a guy who created an entire genre of video games. Might be worth it. That's it. That's all I've been playing. Fair enough. Right, uh so that'll be on to shout outs then. And the first shout out that I have to do has to go to J Dub for doing the last uh, 24-hour stream of the year for Team Tig Whippy for Extra Life. He raised $700 uh, during that, which was uh, a, a, a fantastic amount, frankly. So that brought our total over $4,000 for the year for the team, which I think the team deserves a round of applause of that one because, yeah, frankly, great amount. Um, which leads me on to this year. For 2020 and i spoke to james and chris yeah we, we had we had a conversation about it what what i wanted to do this year and rather than rather than games blast which is a wonderful wonderful event for special effect i wanted to do something a little bit more personal to me so with it being my 200 episodes to sunday service which is one of the things that really started all streaming wise for me um, I've decided to do a 12-hour stream of crap games and the charity is going to be Crohn's and Colitis UK um, because not only myself uh, but fa family members 
and friends with their family members have Crohn's and ulcerative colitis and colitis. And from experience, they are horrible illnesses to have. They really are. They they can cause death in some cases. Uh, one of my cousins, unfortunately, in the eighties, passed away from it. I know a friend, our friend's mum, passed away from it as well because that time there just wasn't an option between either remove the bowel and that's it. There was no big medicines for it. There was no controlling like they have nowadays. I mean, even as late as maybe what 2000 2001 they didn't have the sort of medication and treatment that i'm on now which cost you know which again put it to the point where if you didn't have an operation on a certain type of crohn's you'd be dead in six months so i want to do something for those guys i want to do something to help them and so that's what this is going to be i've put the team page in there if you would like to join us for that um i'm also going to put my page in there because if you would like to donate you can donate please do so it's not often i, I say i'd like something done but this is one of those times um and also you guys in chat for joining us and even nolan pfeiffer for following us today thank you so much we saw you do you guys have anything Any shout outs or anything at all? I think I think that's a perfect one to end on. Mm-hmm. Agreed. There we go. So we won't top it. Uh I just looked. I don't think there's anybody on for us to raid. Wow. <laughs> Let's have a quick look. Let's see if, if anybody's on mine that you might be wanting to go see. Do you guys <laughs> it's like I feel like Mr. Rogers now. Do you guys know anybody we should raid? <laughs> 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 well, I mean, there is a lady playing Dark Souls with Nietzsche. Uh, there is a guy called James Corp playing The Witcher 3. Your choice, Will. Um, post the link in the chat. Their name. Let's let's go James Corp because, you know, we, we normally say we don't normally, you know, we don't like normally streaming to our no viewers. And he's got, you know, he's got very small. So let's go and... Great. How do I spell his name? Help him out. I'll post it in the chat. Right there. There's your link. James Corp. The Witcher 3. Mm hmm. All right. We'll start the raid, everybody. It's been super fun. Uh, I'm hoping this thing doesn't bust too bad when I do the stream ending. It's been a ton of fun. Say hi to James Corp for us, really. He's a, he's, he's a good dude. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye.